welcome to 2022 and what an exciting upcoming year I have planned for us. Thanks for joining me and listening to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. I am your host, Tanya Octave, the Integrative Clinician. This year, the focus is going to be on Octave's method. I will discuss seven strategies to heal thy mind and how you can develop, implement, and strategize a plan to bring you towards wellness, happiness, and success. The Octaves Method is a simple way to talk about an integrative plan using my last name. There are seven strategies. One, O is for observation. This will address one's spiritual health. Two, C is for compassion, to manage one's ego health. Three, T is for therapy, to address mental and emotional health. Four, A is for animals, to address playful, childlike behaviors, and also considering animals and pets to support this process. Five, V is for victuals, one's nutritional health. Six, E is for exercise, one's physical health. And seven, S is for socialize, relational health, primarily focusing on yourself and less with others. As you listen over the following months, you will learn how symptoms associated with anxiety, depression, trauma, ADHD, and even autism can be managed in an integrative fashion. You have many options in how you choose to listen. You may decide to get a pen and a pencil and take some notes. You may choose to listen while engaged in another activity like walking, cleaning the house, maybe even driving, but be mindful of safety, especially during our meditation episodes. You may also choose to listen to episodes in part or binge watch them on a particular day. You have options and however you choose, thanks for your support. So let's get started. psychological, mental health, or legal advice. Although I am a licensed professional, this is intended for information only and not as a formal treatment. By listening, you are agreeing to these terms. You should seek a professional for individual and specific questions regarding your overall wellness, happiness, and success. If you are experiencing a mental health crisis, call 911 or go to the nearest emergency room. Last week, I shared information about victims and the connection with ADHD, autism, oppositional defiant disorder, conduct disorder, and even anxiety. I discussed the relationship these symptoms 
can intensify based on the foods that you choose to eat. I provided some simple meals to break up your morning fast for both kids and adults. Then I concluded with my favorite herbs, lemon balm. This episode will look at E for exercise. If you purchased my book on Amazon, Heal Thy Mind, Seven Strategies Towards Mental Wellness, Happiness, and Success, then you know you have choices and let your environment be the guide. Let your environment guide you. When it is cold, maybe cardio is your option. If it is warm, perhaps swimming is a good fit for you. When spring rolls around, maybe maybe hiking becomes your choice. Change up and try a variety of activities. This tricks the muscles and adds to more mobility within the body. Let me illustrate what I mean. In Southern California, we are nearing and entering into springtime. It is a time of beauty. Although I appreciate all seasons and changes in nature, spring has a special place in my heart because it encourages me to think about my meal planning for the year. Yes, uh uh-huh, yes I said it, for the year. I am a home gardener and I have been engaged in this practice probably since around 2017, but I wasn't as committed until COVID around 2019. COVID introduced me to the idea that I needed to control my health. To maintain my health, I needed to manage my food. Then I discovered I wanted food free from pesticides, chemicals, and other harmful substances to the mind, body, and spirit. So it meant I needed to learn more about this process. I started to read, listen to other gardeners, and took a few workshops. This was my mental exercise. Now to the good stuff. I did many things beginning my gardening process. I learned about bugs and these little wormy things. One thing I appreciated about my early experiences was in my recovery of something called endophobia. This phobia is a form of anxiety expressed as an intense fear with insects. It was expressed in a mild form for me, as it wasn't disabling, but it did prevent me from enjoying many aspects of my life. My worries were clearly irrational. I had intense responses when around insects or even watching them on media or other Um, outlets like TV or commercials, even when people talked about them. I did many things to avoid insects at all costs. I would tremble and cry, especially when I was younger. My heartbeats intensified. I struggled to breathe in certain situations. Over the years, I tried many things to minimize my reactions. And some techniques worked and some methods did not work. I didn't give up though. It was gardening that brought me closer to nature and closer to insects. In my second year of growing tomatoes, I came across aphids. Oh yes, 
these little, little insects. At first, when I saw them on my tomatoes, I left them alone because I felt emotionally unable to address the issue. I don't know if this has happened to you, but it does not make it better if you leave something alone. It, it gets worse. So I ended up with an infestation. Oh no. This was another opportunity for me to heal. I could make a choice. Do I move towards wellness or do I get closer to a diseased state? This time, I chose to move towards health. I researched and encouraged other insects into my garden to help create an environment where the aphids would not survive. It took some time, but I saw some improvements. I was more intentionally caring of my tomatoes in the morning and evening. I usually did a morning and, let's say, an early afternoon supervision of the tomatoes. Really, I got a lot more vitamin D during these periods, and vitamin D is good for my health. Vitamin D supports energy and healing the body. The aphids got me outside and into my garden more frequently. Whoa! They provided me with the opportunity to be in the sun for short periods of time. They supported building my immune system. The parallel process I began to experience. What I feared in the past led me down a healing path now. Thank you, aphids. And I figured I would have it down on the next harvest. This was a spiritual experience. Ooh, now, now to the next harvest. It came around and I was excited to get those tomatoes in the ground. My beautiful tomatoes were growing. I saw the flowers blooming and then in no time, these tasty yellowish green fruits were forming. Then it happened. Squirrels discovered they were in my garden. These small rodents were fast and I could not catch them. Now, my husky Mona is a good hunter and she enjoys this both for fun and as a sport. It is part of her, I'll say, natural instincts. She did well keeping them away during the morning and evening hours, but she would not go outside when it was hot. The squirrels knew this, and this was their time to munch on my tomatoes. There were moments when Mona and I would sit by the door and wait for hours, and then the squirrels showed up. But as soon as I opened the door, they were gone. I didn't enjoy any tomatoes during this harvest, but the squirrels did, and they appeared to really love them. They would sit on my raised garden bed, chomping and smiling away. It was kind of beautiful, but I had to figure out a way to save the tomatoes so I can enjoy them too. <laughs> I would not do anything to harm squirrels. That's just not me. I don't want to capture them or put them in crates or try to trick them in some way. Eventually, I did get a water hose that squirts out water when motion is detected. That worked, 
But then one of my dogs would refuse to go outside because the water squirter, squirter scared her. <laughs> I had decided to keep the water squirter, but now I only use it during my hot days when my garden is getting near harvest. I thought, what else can I do? This is where the exercise part came in. I was told to set up an area for small animals so that they can enjoy, you know, particular fruits or, or nutrition. And they wouldn't go into the other areas. I decided that I would put this in my front yard. My Mona will probably attack anything in the backyard, so I created another garden area in the front. Now, this is lots, lots, and lots of work. This is what I learned about starting a home garden, keeping in mind there is so much more to learn and experience. First, think about the area. Look at where you have sun. You want to consider how many hours of sunlight you have. I went outside every hour to check over months. So I got my steps in because I was curious myself. And during COVID, I had the time. Second, consider the water. You want to consider an irrigation system. It is much easier than having to water every day. For plants, automatic watering provides the consistency your plants will need. and it is easier, especially for me when I am away for a couple of days or even weeks. There are a few options to consider. The easiest is to get a soaking hose and connect it to a timer. This is something I use on my raised garden bed. Then there's the soil. Some people refer to this as dirt and gardeners, we call it soil. I use organic soil with fertilizer. This year I'm going to try some volcanic ash and do worm casting. What? Yes, you heard it here. I will be touching more worms. Whoa, never thought that was possible. Fourth, now what are you going to plant? There are many things to consider, but keep it simple. Start off with one or two things and then add some herbs. The spicy herbs will help control insects. Also, herbs and flowering plants will encourage an environment in which insects will come and eat the other insects so your plants can grow and sustain healthy vitality for you. If you decide to plant in a ground or a pot, your body must move. You will engage your feet, calves, and thighs. There's bending, squatting, and tightening your stomach muscles if you choose. You can build strength in your arms. Boy, I tell you, bags of dirt and rocks are heavy. Consider this a full body workout. And when I'm tired, I take a break. When I start a new garden, I learn not to do it all the same day or even over the same weekend. I break it up. I observe the sun. I think about the water source. I prepare the soil. And finally, I get to planting. This takes months. And I have over 10,000 steps actively burning calories. This is my physical experience. So 
when it comes to spring, some of your choices for exercise could be gardening. I see it as a physically challenging process, but it also has mental and spiritual benefits. This is the integration of the mind-body-spirit. Now, how rewarding is that? To engage in an activity that brings you towards wellness. To engage in a movement that will sustain you and your family. You know what? I didn't even talk about the nutritional and detoxifying benefits of growing your own food. I'll say that for another podcast. Have fun, enjoy the sun safely, and consider gardening as an option for your wellness. Thank you for listening to Trauma and Social Work Podcast. I am your host, Tanya Octave. I am a licensed clinical social worker in California and Nevada. Please share this podcast with others. Like if there's a button to do so and subscribe to my channel. This lets me know the work is valuable and I will continue to share simple techniques to move you towards wellness, happiness, and success. I will end by saying, in order to successfully complete the journey of life, everyone needs to evolve spiritually. Ancient Kemetic Proverb.